0: Hey, y'all. I'm Kua. And this is Kendra. And this is the Black Gems Dive In podcast. Podcast about inclusive cultures and everything DEI. Hey, Kua. Hey, Kendra. Well, we are here it's been a minute since we were together. I feel yeah, like you know what? It really has. Like the last couple of pods, I don't know. I, it just literally came to me as I was <laughs> sitting here. Right? Like but you did the pod
1: last week. Yes, with Durgum and yes. Leah. Really great conversation about lockstep, yep. which was amazing. Um, they did launch that platform. So I hope more people are taking advantage of the
0: conversations that are happening. Yeah. Online. And I was able I think that night I was at the book discussion yes. for lockstep. Yep. So it was just really great to connect with just area DEI professionals but also to industry leaders, community advocates. It was just a great time. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're back. We are back together. Episode five. Five. No guests. Just us. Just us. It's been a while since we've just been. It's been since last together. season. Has it? Yeah. Because I did it by myself. Oh, once that's you did right. And we, okay. Yeah. So, and
1: we we are doing that, y'all, because we said we're gonna keep this thing going. Right. Be consistent. We're excited about that. We got some cool partnerships that we'll announce um, at a later time. Yes, exciting um, news! Very exciting news on that front. But um, yeah,
0: let's dive right in. Dive right into our hot topic. So our, it is a hot one. Y'all. It is a hot one. Straight <laughs> off the press. Straight <laughs> off the press. <laughs> yeah. So our hot topic today is Adidas ends partnership with Kanye West as a con- at a considerable cost. Considerable cost. Yes. Considerable. Yeah. So yeah. we'll we'll go into that and what that looks like, but. Um, so, there's an article that went out from New York Times, several articles, but mm-hmm. one article I'm specifically referencing is New York Times. And it says, for more than two weeks, as Kanye West made a series of anti-Semitic remarks and embraced the slogan associated with white supremac- supremacists, Adidas, the most important partner in this fashion empire, said only that his relationship with the rapper and designer was under review. So, remember that? It was, it was that last week or the week before? Yes, yes. So, now, y'all, Yay. Right. That's his name now. That's his legal name. Yes. Um, As Mr. West is now known, continue his offensive behavior. And with the uh, condemning of the remarks grown more widespread, Adidas announced Tuesday that it would cut his ties Mm -hmm. or cut their ties with him. A move the company said will cost is 250 million euros or 246 million dollars this year. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I think they said that's like 60% of their business, of Adidas.
1: I believe so. Um, You know, really large percentage. A lot of folks online are just having conversations around like, oh, Adidas is back to number, I don't know what they were. I forgot what it is. Two or three um, under Nike, I'm assuming.
0: Right. Um, And so. And this was a decade-long relationship a partnership um, with Kanye. And so it it raised questions, right? A lot of us. myself included, wore Yeezys. Myself included, too. And I'm not going to say wear, because I'm not going to wear them. I'm, and we'll either. talk about that, but yeah. we wore Yeezys, yeah. right? Very comfortable sneakers. Um, it was for the culture. Right. At it least, was, quote, unquote. For the culture, right? right? Um, but everyone loved the partnership with Kanye. Everyone loved the sneakers, and everyone loved just Kanye being out there in the yeah. forefront and that brand and name recognition. So yeah. now this has happened. So where do we go from here? I mean, I think... There's a lot of things
1: to discuss in terms of, like, where we go from here, right? Like, first and foremost, what he said should be condemned. Mm-hmm. I think we're all in agreement with that. Um, you know, coming out, saying such rhetoric deserves this response, right? right? Like, I think a lot of people will say, well, you know, the freedom of speech, because he was, mm-hmm. he, the. Uh, I think, Twitter, Facebook, yep. all the different social media platforms banned him, yep. um, and so a lot of people always say well it's freedom of speech but it's also you have freedom of speech but the consequences you don't get to decide what that looks like right so I think on one end yes he deserves to you know get this backlash in terms of the the words that he spoke about I do think there's some other interesting conversations that are coming Mm. off after this too right like And and maybe we just dive into this other article because, you know, we were kind of having some pre discussion around this this topic and kind of thinking about where to connect it to as it relates Mm -hmm. to DEI, because there's been a lot of conversations just around reputation and what that looks like for companies. Right. A company like Adidas, if you are endorsing someone who is saying, you know, racist and anti-Semitic terms and, and, you know, phrases and things like that. Yeah, you have to act swiftly. Um, Under review was interesting even in terms of that approach because I think they probably had to decide was that money that they were going to lose worth
0: severing ties? Exactly. And also, too, before the comment was made, Kanye had said other things prior to getting to that point as well. Yes. And so we know that Kanye, um, in an interview, talked about uh, George Floyd's death and how it was not related to The knee on the neck, neck, but fentanyl. And that was, for me, that was the point where I'm like, wow. And even before Adidas stepped in and said, you know, we're going to separate our ties with him. For me, that was the point where I'm like, I'm no longer buying Kanye's stuff.
1: And so, I mean, and there's some conversation to have around that, too, because, of course, we're all on social media and we look at people, you know, people like, oh, well, if y'all gonna sell y'all your Kanye, y'all your, um, Yeezys, yep. I'll buy, you know, a size 12, I'm yep. um, a size 10, you know, I'll, I'll buy them from you. But I think, you know, he said a lot of things. He yeah. he's said a lot of things over many years, mm-hmm. I think. I forgot when when Jay-Z had made this comment, and maybe it was after their, their um, album, their dual album, together. Mm-hmm. But Jay-Z was like, yo, Kanye has always been this type of character, right? right. Like, you know, when you saw him on, and I forgot, was that Hurricane Katrina fundraiser yes. or whatever, and he was there with...
0: I forgot the guy's the name. The guy who played... Myers, uh, Michael, Myers. not Michael, not Ness. Michael Myers. <laughs> we it is Halloween that time, is y'all. Halloween. <laughs> um, um, but I know exactly Austin who's Myers. Austin. No, he that's his in-
1: character. Yes. Anyway, y'all know who we talking about. Um, yes. when he said George Bush does not care about black people, mm-hmm. right? And that was one of the biggest, you know, outlandish things that he could say about a sitting president at that time. Yep. Um, and so. I know that folks have said Kanye has always kind of been like this. You so, we, we talked about the documentary earlier, yep. I think, last season, yep. where we were talking about watching it and just seeing the how he's and, so creative and yeah. he's this genius and X, Y, Z. Um, but it, it's just interesting how he, yeah. he went from there to here. So he's been saying a lot of things right. for many years. Um, and more recently, I think the thing that, at least in the black community, got raised in terms of awareness right. was when he wore the sweatshirt says, White lives that matter. said White Lives Matter, right? Standing next to Candace um, Owens. Owens and what that statement meant to people and what that right. did in relation to all of the work that had been done by activists around Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. around um, highlighting the injustices that we've seen, right. um, especially in 2020 and obviously right. decades and centuries before that. Right? But I think
0: to your point, you were saying like, this is what Kanye this is how Kanye has been act this is what kind Kanye, Kanye does yeah. right but then we talk about cancel culture and how do we get here so you have platforms like Black Lives Matter and other um, you know other advocacy groups mm-hmm. the way that they were able to gain momentum was through social media right. was through um, you know tweets and 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 we always talk about uh social advocacy what mm-hmm, that looks like mm-hmm. and how it's no longer necessarily walking in the streets and um writing and things like that even though that happens right but now you have a huge advocacy arm which is social media right and so when people get information it's immediately yes right I mean as soon as Kanye said what he said I'll Within seconds. Everywhere. It's everywhere. And so that's how, you know, I know we're going to dive into cancel culture yeah. as well. What does that look like? But, you know, I think years ago, people said a lot of things, did a lot of things, and it didn't get a lot of attention because of where social media yeah. was. Yeah. Now we literally get news at our fingertips before it even almost happens. And before or while it hits it's happening.
1: mainstream, you know, like some of these mainstream news outlets, right? Yeah. You're seeing this on Twitter, you're seeing this on Instagram, um, etc. But It's it's interesting. Right. Because I think we're at this point where there were a lot of different things that were said. And this is the Mm -hmm. other thing that I'm seeing a lot on social media Mm -hmm. as it relates to this hot topic. Um, And people are just saying, listen, it took the anti-Semitic comments in order for this partnership to be, you know, ended. Right. Like he was saying a lot of things prior to that. There's a lot of black people who on social media are saying what about some of the racist things that he said? And I don't think this, we're not trying to have this conversation around like, you know um, what it should take. The reality is all of it should be taken seriously in that manner. But there are conversations where people are saying, okay, now we're canceling him. But when he was saying white lives matter and saying George Floyd died for fentanyl, there were crickets that were happening. Um, Also people have said, you know, Adidas was probably waiting it out Mm -hmm. to see Maybe, you know, it's going to come out. People have brought up, you know, some of the mental illness things that have, have right. come about. And um, there's just a lot of different angles to it this. Is. Um Ultimately, I think we're in agreement
0: that no matter what is said in that way, it should be condemned. Right. You know, right. I, absolutely. And then even narrowing down the scope. So we're going back to not just necessarily pop culture, but now let's look at employers, right? Yeah. And looking at your companies and going back to 2020, we know that so many companies were making statements, right? Right. DEI statements, what they stood for, it was on their website. Right. It was on all their social media platforms. But then we also know that there were things that happened right after that years to come where it was, okay, you have other incidences. Mm-hmm. And it really tests to mm-hmm. see, are you really holding true to those DEI statements? Right and we know that when you're looking at some of the younger generation people really ask those questions and say if i'm going to a company are they really standing true to what they're saying are they really practicing what they're saying right because things again spread so quickly that if i'm going to a company and i know they're not practicing what they're saying immediately that's going to spread and cancel culture happens that way
1: and people are looking like you said did you make a statement, right? Make, yeah. Like in, in, in terms of things that happened, like George Floyd or, you know, locally May 14th and the incidents that happened, you know, here with the shooting. And so to your point, it's, it's really interesting, the conversations that have shifted because... Yeah this is now being highlighted and people are paying attention. Right. Um, And I think
0: also, too, to your point about going back to May 14th, yeah. and I know there was a lot of, again, people here locally in Buffalo who made statements immediately after Mm -hmm. it happened condemning it. But then the other part of it is, again, going back to that accountability. Did you say the word right supremacist? Did you say racism? Yeah. So now it's like you can't have these blanketed statements anymore. You have to actually call it what it is. And I know a lot of companies were called out for not necessarily saying what it was, right, right.
1: So I think you know there was another article that you had um, sent over, and we we talked about. And this was from um, Campaign, which is um, this this basically talking about just PR mm-hmm. um, reputation uh, from from a corporate lens. But the article said that brands should run, not walk away. And lessons from PR pros on Kanye West mm-hmm. crisis, right? And so they talked about how. Kanye West became a coveted partnership for brands, attracting deals from major companies such as Balenciaga, Gap, and Adidas. Uh, but the relationship with the rapper known as Ye now has often been more trouble than it's worth. Mm-hmm. The producer turned rapper has always been prone to controversy, seemingly unable to avoid negative headlines. But while it appeared that companies have been willing to accept his outspoken nature as a price of partnership and the musician's recent actions are a tipping point for some brands. And so... We know that the secret catwalk event in Paris where he wore the White Lives Matter shirt mm-hmm. um, and then he was locked out of Twitter, etc. Howard Bragman, he's the chairman and founder of La Brea Media, said that companies that have partnered with Ye need a clear cut responsibility. They have a clear cut mm-hmm. responsibility. They should run, not walk away and should be condemning and dropping their contracts with him immediately. Um, he also added that for something as, as unacceptable as anti-Semitism, companies must make it clear where they stand, regardless of the financial fallout. Mm-hmm. And so I, 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 I say that piece, I think that a lot of things that we're seeing on social media, too, OK, yeah, anti-Semitism is definitely something that you should be mm-hmm. quote unquote canceled over. Um, they're also saying that what he's done prior and I, right. it was all done in a certain amount of time should also have that same elevated stance as well. Um,
0: yeah. And, and I think, you know, that is the crossroad that yeah. you, that many companies have to say, you know, let me look at this financial fallout. But really when you think about it, Kanye West has lost more money right. than Adidas. Right. right. And so who is the, who is the loser and who's the winner in this situation? Right. Yeah. And so Kanye, we know that he's no longer on the Forbes top billionaire list. Billionaire list. Yep, right. And, on top of, I think he lost. What was it four hundred well, million said, dollars? From I, said, this. I think they said that his he was a billionaire,
1: but after this you know, um, sever and ties, right. he's now worth $400 million is what 400, they're saying. Right, right. Yeah.
0: So, you know, he's losing money. We know that based off his comments about um, George Floyd's death, he is also now being sued by their family. So there is a clear yeah. financial fallout from him, right. right? And do you want your company to be tied to that ultimately as well? So who is the winner and loser in this situation? And I think
1: that goes back to the article too, because um, this, this uh, other brand who's the, he's a, uh, executive vice president of legal fears for this company called Berlin Rosen. It said, entering into a business relationship with yay right now is like slapping your logo on a car accident. Even mm. though people might stop to look, it's a bad situation for everyone involved. Mm. Um, the other piece of this too, is there are still people making arguments on social yes. media that they still support him. Yes. Right. Like even after the comments that he's said about so many marginalized communities, mm-hmm. um, people still saying, I'm still going to rock my Yeezys. Yep. I'm still looking for Yeezys. I'm um, going to
0: go to his concerts. If this he is has.
1: done with mm-hmm. purpose. He was trying to get out of this deal to begin with so many people that want there to be a deeper
0: meaning. Yeah. to what has happened? Yeah. Because I think they have such a reverence of the right. artist, Right. right? But it's the same thing. I mean, we can talk about Kanye. We can talk about, there's so many other artists. Well, that's true. We can talk about R. Kelly. We could talk about so many different people. Like, can you separate the two? In my mind, personally, I it's hard for me yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah. Right, because I have my values and my morals, sure. and I stand on those. Um, but we know there's a group of people who are going to continue to do that and right. support Kanye through this as well. Right. So, more, more to come. Interesting, but that's hot off the press, y'all. That is
1: hot off the press, <laughs> the hottest topic that y'all could get today. <laughs> but I think, you know, it just, it brings a larger discussion that I know we wanted to talk about uh-huh. as it relates to cancel, cancel culture, uh-huh. right? Like what, what and when does cancel culture kind of come up? How are companies going to respond to that? Um, and I think you made a really great point earlier that this whole shift in terms of what people are looking for when they're when they're going to work, mm-hmm. we know that right now there's a whole entire shift and dynamic around employment, right? Yes. Like people are looking for culture number yes. one. They want to go to a place where they're feeling supported and valued. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, some of the flexibility comes yep. into play with like hybrid and remote work, but the culture connection is really something that people are looking for.
0: Yeah. And I know even just talking to people who are looking now for just other opportunities, yeah. exploring different job possibilities. When I ask people, what is the first thing they look for going to a job? They go to their website. Yep. that is the first thing they look for. If there's a DEI, DEI statement, statement. Um, they look for what does your board look like? Yep. What does your employee base look like? Yep. Well, you can put up pictures or whatever, right? Stock images, stock images, you know, but they're really diving into your website. That's the first thing. And then uh, so many people contact you on, on LinkedIn. I don't know about you, but I know about yeah, me. Yeah. There are people who will contact me, ask me about culture yep, for a yep. specific company. Yep. Um, hey, do you know somebody who works there? Or, hey, can I get you inside with this? And there's people who I don't even know. Yep. But based off of your LinkedIn, they see that you're affiliated with certain um, agencies or organizations, yeah. and they'll ask you about culture. They're not asking you like, Hey, what is the pay? Right. You know, they're not asking you about anything else, but the culture. And they want to have, can I get five or 10 minutes of your time? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I think also too, to that point outside of your website, your biggest um, brand I say, or, or even just the people who advertise for you outside of is the people who, who work your there. employees, it's your employees. Absolutely. Right. So that is, that is huge. And so when we're talking about culture, what, again, what does all that look like? But then also, too, let me go to your, your social media. Let me go to your LinkedIn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what are you putting on there? What are you talking about? Right. Right? Um, most recently with abortion rights. Yeah. I think that was probably one of the hottest topics um, for a lot of companies right. as well to say, you know, have you made a statement? Are you condemning this? Are you supporting this? Right. How are you supporting your employees in terms of health insurance? Mm-hmm. Like all those different things. And there are people who will cancel a a organization or company based off of the certain things like that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think you know, there's just so much to look at and, and in a market that's as tight as it is right now, mm-hmm. right? Like being in the spaces that we're in DEI HR, we're starting to see that more and more like employees are willing to quit over a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, this burnout from the pandemic and we're just seeing that start to shake out a little bit. So, right. uh, the market is just, it's employee driven. It is, And so at the end of the day, you have to pay attention to what employees want in right. order to better retain people, um, and create the type of culture that will get you closer to your business goals ultimately. Right, right.
0: And that's what, it, and that's what it really comes down to. Um, you know, there's another article that we have talked about mm-hmm. as well, and it's called "Fear of Cancel Culture is Driving Employers Off Social Media and Stunning DEI Efforts." Yeah. Um, and so it talks about nearly ninety-seven percent of all Fortune five hundred companies use at least one social media network, such as LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, etc. Um, while social media can be an opportunity for a company, as mm-hmm. we talked about, to promote job postings, establish relationships, and support social causes, those efforts can quickly be derailed by today's um, social media cancel culture. Right. right? So, again, like we said, you have to be very aware of it. If someone makes a mistake, there's a lot of shaming and blaming that goes into publicly on social media. It doesn't produce discussion. It doesn't provide an opportunity for people to learn. It doesn't because once you make a mistake, that's it. And I think
1: as it relates to the work that we do in the DEI space, that makes it really tough to really Mm -hmm. make any movement in the space, right? Like if only – can you imagine if you made a mistake – like think about just learning something – Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, I'm going to say calculus because no one likes calculus. Well, maybe some people like calculus. I I don't. (laughs) But I just think about, like, learning any type of subject. And imagine the first time you make a mistake, it's over. You don't have the opportunity to learn from it. Now, obviously, there's a lot more nuance that's involved with things like race and ethnicity and all these different diversity characteristics that we often talk about. Mm -hmm. But I think it just shows that there's not that much
0: room for space in this space, right? You know, and it's difficult too. I mean, I think about. I mean, now we're. I mean, politically, we're so we're polarized. Polarized yeah. at this point, and everything is a political issue. That is very hard sometimes for companies to even think about. Should I say this? Should I right. not? How? What angle should I take? So this is not easy at all. There's a lot of conversations even in that.
1: Uh, direction, right? Like whether companies should post or not. And companies now, a lot of the things that I've seen in this space um, are people are kind of making rubrics. Like mm-hmm. when should you make a statement about something? Yep. Does it directly impact your employees? Yes. Have you done the work in this space to maybe make space for it to begin with, like resource right. groups or, um, you know, your company culture already mm-hmm. exists in a way that that relates to what you're talking about. Yes. Okay. Then say something. No. All right. Go back to doing, doing the work before you try to say something, because then people are going to say, Oh, it's not authentic or you're just saying this because this is the trending topic of the day type of thing. You know? Right.
0: Right. Again, then you'd be caught up in cancel culture. Right. (laughs) So like, what, what do you do? What do you do? I think you have to be, first of all, I think that, um, you know, companies have to be a lot more authentic from the inside out. Um, because, again, I always said there isn't necessarily always a rubric. I go back to 514. There was no rubric right. to what to do, right? Right. But we know that there are some companies who were authentic, and we know that they were doing the work. Right. right. Even before 2020, they were doing the work. Before it was uh, called DEI and and all these different things. So, again, I think you have to leave with authentic- authenticity. Rely on employee resource groups, as we talked mm-hmm, about, mm-hmm. Um, if you have those as well. And if you're not doing the work, you need to start doing the work. So, and I think that brings up a great question, too, because
1: there's a lot of companies who are looking to maybe diversify their population, right? I'm looking to diversify the representation in terms of my employees and what that looks like. Um, but I don't have the representation to begin with. So yes. what do I do? Do Am I not allowed to say anything? Should I just kind of keep quiet? And then people are going to say that I didn't say anything. I think one of the best practices is to lean on yes. those lived experiences within your organization. Yep. And if you don't have them, maybe look at some partnerships and opportunities Absolutely. to partner with groups um, that exist external to your right. own organization to begin with, right. right? Like there's so many different things I think they can do if they don't currently have that. But yeah. You got to be, you got to be,
0: it's a fine line. It is a fine it's line. It's a fine line. Yes. You're walking a tightrope. Yes. You know? So I guess the question ultimately becomes, do we sign on to cancel culture? Is this something cool. that you know, uh, you jump fully in and you're like, with the Kanye situation, yeah. no to Kanye, but if an organization says something that's, you know, something that you may not necessarily like. Are you jumping into that? Like, where is the fine line for you personally, right? There's yeah. so many different things I look at. Um, we, we can bring it to a broader scale of sports, right? We know yeah. that there's so many yeah. sports teams that changed their name over time, right? You have the Washington Redskins who changed their name. You have the Cleveland, was it? Cle- it the, was the West, Cleveland Indians. Indians, right? So you have all these sports teams have changed their yeah. name. Yeah. You had products that changed their name from Uncle Ben to, I don't know what it is, but the right is of good. What's, what's the
1: Aunt Jemima Syrup now.
0: The something mill, the I don't know. General I forgot. Mills? No, it's not General Mills, but oh. something mill. I can't remember okay. what it's called. But they changed your name. So, okay. ag- so again, you know, like there's just so much that so much that goes on. And
1: I think it always goes back <laughs> to because you know, okay, changing your name and that's great because it was rooted in a lot. Yeah, I, you know, it was rooted in some systemic things. It was rooted in some stereotypes, I think. Um, but ultimately. And it even goes back to because some folks have said, well, the Black Lives Matter organization, Mm -hmm. like, you know, regardless of what has happened on that end, people are really looking for that authenticity. Right. And it's not always related to just a name in itself. Like, what, where is the work being done, right? right? Like, you know, even with the statues that have been taken down, yes, the historical knowledge that kind of came around that right. was, was good. Don't get me wrong. It should have never been there in, there in the first place. But right. it gives us an opportunity to right wrongs, right? Yes. Like, you can go back and realize, you know what? This statue shouldn't represent what we are it right. shouldn't have never represented what we are, but now we have the ability to to correct and, right. and course correct, right? So I think it's meaningful to do those changes, right. but ultimately the work still needs to be done exactly. on a systems level, exactly. right, like on a larger level. But
0: I think also, too, if this would have happened with the whole thing with Kanye a few years ago, I think Adidas would have just probably like, uh... You know, we may not necessarily have Before to evaluate Before 2020, it. you mean? Yep, yeah. we may not have yeah. to necessarily evaluate yeah. it. It may just go away. Right. Right, but now, because you have interviews, yep. so again, social media yep. at your fingertips, now a lot of organizations are left to, to question some yeah. of their, their next moves. Their practices. So, yeah. It's interesting. I think, you know, when I think about the
1: people who have provided space for Kanye, even in this, it's just like y'all are giving him space to further damage, mm-hmm. um, and obviously I think, People should be able to have their voices heard. And I think we started with this, right? But the repercussions that come from that
0: those are what they are. Yep. You know? Yeah.
1: So we'll see what happens Ooh, next. Yes. We'll see what happens next. Cancel culture. Cancel culture is real. Um, and we should be
0: demanding accountability. Yes. Regardless. I always say you can mm-hmm. walk with your feet, and my, well, my dad says that actually. What do you say? Me. He was like, you can just walk away, basically, right? Okay. He was like, use your feet. He's like, you don't always have to just use your your mouth. Use right. your feet, right? So you can walk away without your Yeezys on your feet, but you can walk <laughs> away, right? Or and then also too, like, where do you where do you want to spend your money, right? Yeah, I mean, I think about just again, we could keep going on this topic, but I think about H and M a few years ago, right? Had a um, sweatshirt with a monkey on it with a right. little black boy, right? I mean, that was canceled. You remember Gucci had the shirt, and it was like blackface, blackface. the shirt that went up here with the red lips. And I remember, uh, I forgot what, what store it was, but they had a sweatshirt at Kent State with Kent State with blood on it. Um, oh. From, yes, when there was a massacre at Kent State. So yeah. there's so many different things, and it's like, you know, again, you can just walk – Walk away.
1: But when do we, and that's the question, right? That's the question that we're going to leave you all with. Like, you know, when do you walk away and why do you walk away? You know, what does it take for you to walk away? And we've seen some different instances on what has happened Um, In this case, I think historically we've seen that Um, people get canceled for a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. Then they come back. I think um, within the black community, you started to hear some of that, too. Like, okay, well, we're going to be waiting for Kanye's gospel album number two (laughs) um, to come out and be welcomed back. But who knows? Who knows? You know, at this point. So,
0: woo. Yes. Yes. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. lot. So we always wrap up with a gym of the day. Yes. Which I haven't even thought about Me my neither, gym. and I know he's going to try to give me
1: that first because I'm like, what? What's the gym of, of the day? What is the
0: gym of the day? Um, hmm. You know, so I think one thing that I've been thinking about um, recently, and I think we always go back to self-care, but that's yeah, just, you know. Because that's, that's, like, that's always that's, relevant that's for that's us. That's what it is. It's relevant because, you know, that's exactly what I was thinking about, too. I, I will call you in a heart. Cool. You went on a trip? Okay. Yeah. Where are we going? Yeah. Always. Every day. But um for me, what I've been thinking about, so you know, both you and I, we work mm-hmm. long mm-hmm. hours. We have our nine quote unquote nine to five, because we know it goes longer yep. or, or earlier. Yep. We have businesses, we have podcasts, we yep. have so many different yep. things. Um but cool and I recently started this seventy five soft challenge. Seventy five soft. Not hard. Not soft. the hard one. <laughs> um, but as I'm Easing into it. We easing into it, yeah. Um, You know, there was something. I started reading this book, uh, and it's by um, Tunde Oyene. So before we go there, you want to explain what the 75? You you can while look for it. Okay, so while she looks for that.
1: So the 75, there's a hard version and there's a soft version. Basically, it's 75 days that you're committing to yourself. Um, The 75 hard, you're going to do two workouts a day. One has to be outside. It's a mental challenge as well. You have to drink a gallon of water a day. You have to read at least ten pages of a book, nonfiction, um, and s- take a picture of yourself every single day as now well. I don't do the picture. Y'all. The seventy-five soft is a little bit softer. You got to work out at least uh, once a day mm-hmm. for forty-five minutes. You do have to read with that. Yes. I think you take a picture weekly. Yep. And the workout doesn't have to be outside. And drink your water, and you still have to drink your water. Yes. And you have to fo- for both of them. You have to follow some specific diet. No alcohol no carbs i think alcohol
0: no. is during um special occasions like if you were like to go out for a special occasion or something like we that we have
1: special occasions every day but though. we
0: got to decide what we got to decide what's, decide what's yeah. special and what's not so y'all see
1: we still trying to navigate this <laughs> 75 y'all we trying
0: to navigate but right it's basically just reorienting yourself to wellness yes let's basically. just say that yes and so we started off 75 days until the new year right um But there is a book that I've been reading. It's called Speak by Tunde Oyene, who is a Peloton instructor who I absolutely love. We love love her. Shout out to Tunde. If you ever hear us on this podcast. Yes, Tunde. Come on. We (laughs) want you on here. We do. Um, But there are something that I wrote down. Um, She talks about there's two things. One thing she says, and she opens up her book by saying, the beauty of uncertainty is inf- infinite possibility. The beauty of uncertainty, yes, mm. is infinite possibility. So okay. I wrote that down because I loved it. But there's Ooh. five pillars that she also lives by, and I kind of been trying to incorporate this mm-hmm. into my daily life: um, surrender, power, empathy, authentic- authenticity, and knowledge. Okay. And so every day, I think, since I've been reading this book, I really ground myself and think: Am I following those five pillars? Mm-hmm. Is it something um, that I can start to incorporate into my day? And also, too, within decision-making as well. And I think sometimes we live in such a fast-paced world that decisions have to be quick. So quick. And so for me, especially in the past couple – well, past couple days, but week, I've been thinking about are the decisions that I'm making uh, following these five pillars? So, again, surrender, power, empathy, authenticity, and knowledge. So surrender from the stance of like... Surrendering from the, t- the stance of anxiety. Am I making this decision mm. from anxiety standpoint? Mm. Right? So am I surrendering that way? Um, sorry, y'all. My, my phone has Face ID on it. That's okay. Um, power. <laughs> am I taking a stance in that, in that decision? In the am decision I, you're making? I love in that, that power? I love that. Right? Empathy. Of course, leading with empathy. That's just always. Authenticity. Am I being true to myself? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, knowledge. So am I using any type of historical basis from... Um, Uh, Based off of am I making this decision based off of any knowledge that I brought previously, um, any lessons learned, like all those different things. So I think about that when it's especially when I have to feel like I have to make rash decisions. Okay. so a lot of times either at work, in my business or even personal life, there's a lot of times where people may text me or email me. and like, Mm -hmm. I need a decision right now. And you may not hear from me for a day because for me, I have to pause and reflect and make sure I'm being true to myself. So I love that you
1: have ease in that too, because I know we've talked about, mm-hmm. you know, some of the stressors that have come mm-hmm. when people a lot of people want things yep. from you, but it sounds like and it looks like you're in a place where you're like, look, I know I can't be everything to yeah. everybody. Yeah. Like so. I said, like
0: one thing that I talked about even a couple weeks ago, someone asked me what I come back and coach basketball. Oh, yeah. And what was my response? Nope. Nope, but I can find you someone who can. But
1: you can find somebody <laughs> that can. And I think that's you know, that's great, right? Like coming to that resolve. All the um, boundaries. So the surrender in trying to be. Everything to everybody. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that for you too. Yes, yes. Um, come on, speak to listen day. We need you. Tune day. Come on, come on the pot. <laughs> but I think that's amazing, right? Yeah. Like the the thought process behind that. I think I can relate to that as well. Where I think I told. I don't know if it came from just exhaustion or whatever, but I said, you know what? I'm deciding not to stress. Yep. Like I used to, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to wear the stress like I used to. Yep. Um, and I think that goes to some of the surrender too, knowing that this is a busy season mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. Knowing, for you too, because yes. I know how you work Ooh. as well, right? Like, every day is going to bring its own challenges, but kind of starting every day with a new sense of, okay, I, I commanded yep. that day yesterday. I did what I needed to do. Tomorrow's a new day. Yep. Let's start fresh. Let's start new. And I'm not wearing the cumulative stress that I used to mm-hmm. because I'm just like, it's not going to do anything for you me. You look
0: good on you, girl. You know,
1: but tear my behind down <laughs> and give me some more struggles. Yes. So it's a day literally my motto is a day yeah, at a time. Absolutely. Sometimes it's an hour at a time, it's a minute at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been doing some fiction. I know that's not seventy five hard, yeah, but. but um it's it's good to kind of take yeah. your brain off of yep. some things too, but I've been reading American Marriage.
0: Oh, yes, we talked about that. Amazing book. Such a great book.
1: Amazing book so far. I ain't done um it's and then really I good. just got the other title um What is the the other title? Um and this is another this is another podcast not podcast but audible book that I just got Scenes from My Life by Michael K Williams. Ooh, ooh. So the you know I just got that I'm excited to read that and oh, I hear Michael that it's really K. great. Williams. Yeah, so I'm trying to you know just kind of pepper in yeah. different things not always related to the work stuff that we do every day. Yes, you know you it's important it. to kind of mm-hmm. take that time. Um, not I've been not been watching as much TV lately. Just didn't yeah. have the time to do yeah. that. So.
0: I have from scratch, y'all.
1: Oh, you said you were uh, watching that. Yes, yeah, a whole okay. conference.
0: Okay, but when I finish it, I'll tell y'all. But from scratch, Netflix. okay. I gotta, I gotta, yeah, find some time to watch the yeah. TV. So,
1: anyways, yeah, great conversation today, as always. Always nice to be back.
0: Yes, just, with my just partner in crime. You
1: know. Okay. So we will see y'all next week, and then hopefully we'll we'll be able to talk about some of that exciting news.
0: Exciting! news. It's very exciting. TBD, y'all. Yes, we'll talk to y'all next week. Peace. Bye.